What is up, everybody? This is Recap Rewind. I'm Jay Lag. And I'm NB. And this episode is recapping reviewing Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, Season 2, Episode 1. And it's called Chapter 12, The Epiphany. Yeah. And don't forget, guys, to ground for our ending because we are going to go through our recap roundups, our best moments, our MVPs, our LVPs. And we got some roundups from you guys to read out on air. So be sure to stick around for that. Hell yeah. And as always, for our continuing listeners and our brand new ones, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to the channel. Let's get into the episode, y'all. Yeah, and like we're back. It's pretty exciting. We're back, back to back, season back, two back, back. of Sabrina. Yep. Y'all um, been waiting for this. <laughs> like, for they've been real. waiting for it. So we're going to give you what y'all want. Right. And um, we're not going to recap like scene by scene, guys, just because that takes too long. But we do want to highlight like the top key moments of the episode. Yeah. And then we're going to discuss it because you guys like us discussing things. So why not? <laughs> sure. <laughs> so what's uh, the first what you, major? What did you think of, what did you think of the epi- first I liked episode it. back in the first I, place? I liked it. I wasn't, honestly, I'll be real. Like I wasn't hyped for it to come back. Right. But <laughs> having watched the first episode, like I'm really excited about it. I think it was super cool. The tone is exactly what I wanted it to be the entire time I felt like. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like it. What about you? I really liked it too. Uh, to your point, I think that the first half of the season it was very like ramp up to the this moment. So I, I feel like we've been saying it from the beginning. I wish that the show just started right here, but exactly. Um, I am glad that we got like the little bit of the history, and now that this half of the season is released, like I think it's a good kind of like rounded out season now. But yeah, let's get into the episode. Yeah. So the first thing that we want to talk about, I guess, is Sabrina has new powers and she's using it like left, right and center because um, the opening sequence is her in the mirror getting ready for school and she's like changing her outfit. What did you think of this moment? Like just that right off the That was like top. my favorite, favorite moment. I think it was like, I think it was a moment that we were waiting for in the first season. Yeah. Um, And understandably, like we just didn't get it. Uh, but I love to see it. I freaking love Kiernan Shipka as Sabrina. Like, yeah, I think she's, she's so perfect. And she perfectly does this moment, like with her little dance moves and like her yeah. spins. And like, <laughs> she's cute. she just pulls it off. And it's such a like, you know, throwback to like the Melissa Joan Hart Sabrina version, I feel like. And for sure. Um, I, I liked it. It was really yeah, cute. Yeah, I really liked it too. Um, but yeah, I think this was definitely like a more magical episode and just starting the whole season off with this moment. I was like, ooh, it's going to be like magical. For sure. Yeah. So she's getting ready for school and she decides that she wants to take some time off of uh, regular mortal life school and um, do her magic stuff at the academy more. Um, right. We find out a little bit later that it's because she wants to protect her friends, her mortal friends. So uh, that's the main reason why. But yeah, I think like it she's works like, really if, well. If, if, I think it. Uh, I don't know if it's gonna make sense moving forward, but right. I think for what happens in this episode, it kind of worked. And like yeah. for some reason, like Hilda's basically like her like catch her, her up her like she, hilda basically just like tells her what's what's the tea she's like yo like yeah your friend Susie, like she's trying to run for the like the basketball team like she's probably not gonna make it like right. your friend ross she's like trying to get your man like i feel like i just <laughs> so she's keeping her up to date yeah, with like what's yeah. happening at the high school so i'm like that's kind of cool yeah that's um, true but i think that sort of leads us into our next big point which is um you know baxter high keeps going on without sabrina right. and like having said that like Susie 
like finds out about this basketball <laughs> tryout that Harvey talks about and he's been practicing all summer for. Yeah. And Susie's like, I'm going to get in on that right now. I was like, what um, the fuck? Yeah. So that's like our next major point because we do want to talk about <laughs> we do want to talk about the tryouts because <laughs> me and Gia like had a lot to say about like, this moment. A lot to say. Um, and I, okay, so the one thing that I will say is I think at its core, the story is great. I mean, totally, totally. We've, we've said this before, we said it last season. I think I even said it in our uh, final season how, you know, Susie is a character. It'll be really interesting. I even said I was, it would be really interesting to see a character transition because we've never seen, I've never seen that in a television show, let alone a young adult television show. So I think it's completely fresh and completely new to experience what we're experiencing with Susie's slash Theo's character. But, but, and this is just like a really quick asterisk, but I don't know if this was the way that I would have approached it with this fucking basketball tournament situation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I just thought it was really forced and, like, let's be real. She's like Susie Theo. It doesn't matter. Like, she's not a basketball player. She's like five foot nothing, yeah. and she's trying and, out for the basketball team for what reason? To just like prove a point, you know? And it does. Like, I do want to talk about more about this, but like, because it is my in my roundups. But it's just you guys. You can't just like cheat your way through life or like have magic yeah. powers to like <laughs> cheat your so way true. through life. At That's the end the of the first day, thing I thought about. like. She like here and this is what I wrote in my in my notes for like after, but I'll say it now. Like Harvey in that moment was like, Yo, I tried all summer to practice for yeah. this basketball team and like I'm gonna go try out. And then Susie was just like, Ah, I'm gonna try out too. I'm like, but have you practiced? Like, have you had an interest yeah. in basketball? Like, if they took her character from the perspective of like, oh my god, I'm such a like I've been on the girls team forever or like I've been practicing forever like all summer like I I you know practice my shots and this is my opportunity to like prove myself. If she had come in it from that perspective, I would have loved this storyline and if Sabrina had just added her like magic to like boost Susie a little bit more, I would have loved that. But she was literally shit. Like she couldn't yeah. she was throwing airballs like left, right and center <laughs> and like she couldn't see over the guy's knees. So I'm like this this is just too it's a little too ridiculous. It's a little yeah. too extreme. Agree. Um, and she's transitioning, and I just felt like this maybe wasn't the right like platform for her to do that. In. Yeah, yeah. And it then, all like, was very abrupt, yeah. like the way that it all kind of yeah. rolls out. So anyway, we'll talk about it a little, a little bit more. Um, so but she does in this moment drop the fact that she's changing her name. Yeah, exactly. So before that happens, yeah, she's like, I'm Theo now. Um, but before that all happens, she goes and talks to Wardwell because she gets enraged. She doesn't just get pissed. She doesn't just get like, you know, like I'm a feminist and I'm going to do this. She gets like, like literally so angry. She like storms into Wardwell's office, who's now the principal of Baxter High because she done eight the last principal. Um, and, and she's like, we need to talk about this. Like, the basketball players are not letting me be on the team. They're like, the coach is not letting me be on the team. And so, so Wardwell obviously, like, comes in and she says that sexism is not going to be uh, a thing in the school now. And right. she's allowed to try out for the basketball team. Yeah. So here's the thing. The first time I watched it, I honestly thought that she was just wanting to be on the team. And I'm like, yeah, same. like, but then when I watched it the second time, it was their tryouts. So I was like, oh, right. like she just wants an opportunity to at least try to out try for the out. team. Yeah. I was like, OK, that makes sense. Like maybe she's not going to make the team, but like she's just trying out and like he should let her he should let her try out. 
Yeah, and especially like if there the things- isn't a bas- like even if there isn't a exactly. female basketball team, exactly. you know, like for there sure. is no place for it there. But I think it's a hard discussion to have because I mean every school has a men's basketball. Not every school, but a Come lot on, of schools. Like, have- everyone has a girls' basketball team. Like yeah. everyone should have that. And my thing, and I was telling Jaylag like offline too, like like I'm all about. I love sports, and my perspective in all of this is I think it's not about having girls and guys play on the same team or play in the same league because let's face it like we're not physically like always gonna be at equal playing field right what i want to see in the sports world is the rise of the female sport where like like female sports are recognized just the same as the male sport right so like let's focus on the women's basketball team at at the high school having said that they don't have one i get that (laughs) and also and also the fact that like she doesn't see herself as a girl so like she does want to be on the guy's team right so i'm like oh okay like i get it like it's a different story like from what we expected a different story yeah yeah Yeah, for sure and like i don't know how i feel about Susie just kind of making her very like aggressive shift to that and i'm only saying this because you know she was all about you know female empowerment they created the wicca group which is like a women inclusive group you know with Roz and all the girls mm-hmm. like the book club and stuff and that she started with wardwell and then suddenly out of nowhere she's just she's like honestly Roz, i don't really care about wicca right now i want to join the basketball team i'm like yeah Yo, how are you gonna just like skirt your girl like that like she i I don't know what it is about her and I'm so sorry to the actress. I'm so sorry to everyone that like loves her. There's some I, I'm not I'm not feeling her and like maybe it's As like the actor. way they've written her uh, like everything I feel like even like the way they write her like oh, okay. even the fact that she goes whining to Wardwell like yeah. I'm like oh, fuck like do you really need the principal to step in right now like own it like like fucking kill it on the court or like do something else right. like, do you have to go and like whine to your principal and like make her like fix this for you I yeah. don't know. I just, I just like, you can't, like and, eh. and like, that's the thing. The way that it all played out was very like, everything was handed to her anyway at the end of it all, right? Like, nothing was ever yeah, earned. Exactly. It was all just exactly. given to her. Um, and I don't even know what kind magic. of message that, I don't know what kind of message they, the writers are sending out with that. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, because it's not going to be that easy for people like to just do that in, real, in the real world. So of for her to just not. like walk in and be like, like, ain't nobody got a witch friend who can like help them shoot basketball hoops like all the time and like get on the boys team like that. Like, I also no way. love how like I also love how like nobody thought that it could be magic when they know that like Sabrina does fucking <laughs> magic. Like your friend it's Lily true. is a witch. She's in the crowd and like you're shooting like threes like it's nobody's business. Yeah, and you're not <laughs> you're not gonna wonder why. <laughs> You're and like, he, yeah, I I practiced. It's cool. Like legit Susie's face is like gagged every single time she shots him. She's like, whoa. <laughs> she's like, was that me? Harvey, was that you or was that me? <laughs> like she like, doesn't even yeah, know what she's doing was, on the court. No, like she doesn't even know how terrible. to play basketball. <laughs> like, it was terrible. I honestly I I, I really wish I really wish they brought her in in a different level where she was like dying to play. This was her sport. Like all yes. her life she's wanted to play this sport. She's practiced every night with like her dad, whatever. Right, right. Something like that where, like, there's there a was meaning to the storyline, but there was nothing there. And, like, it just didn't work for me. And now you're going to tell me that Theo is going to be on the basketball team for the rest of the season? Like, yeah. How, she's, how, yeah. That's like how? Like, and, like, she's gonna freaking be, Sa- Sabrina's not going to be there, like, helping her through every single fucking game, you know? Just, I wonder if they just made her make the team so that she could have that, like, locker room 
moment like drama yeah i don't know so that is the big thing with Susie's storyline um but the major thing that happens by, by the end of it so sabrina does come in at some point even though she's not at school she finds out about the game or the tryouts and she kind of sneakily stays in the you know in the rafters and uh, uses her magic to get Susie to score every single shot that she shoots. And Susie, like, kills it. And at the end, everybody's so happy because she wins the game. And um, she's hugging Roz and she's hugging Harvey. And they're like, oh, my God, Susie, you're amazing. Thank, Like, good job. And she literally uses that moment to turn around and be like, it's actually Theo now. And I was like, what? I was like, whoa. Like, I just, was I wish very... they gave it a beat. They, I wish they gave it an actual scene for her to be like, you know what, guys? I think I'm going to go by Theo now. Like, it was right. so, like, sudden and rushed. So quick. Yeah. And, like, I can't, I can't speak to how someone should come out or, or like, what the story uh, should be, but I was very shocked as to how they were approaching. It just feels very quick. Like, they want to tell the story, and I think it's an amazing story to tell. I just don't know if they're doing it justice, um, if yeah. that makes any sense. Yeah. So that's Susie's storyline, but now from now on, we're going to be calling her Theo. So that's exciting news. Theo. Um, congratulations. And speaking um, of boys, we got the Top Boy Challenge. Top Boy! Which is like top boy which is i think drake's new show on netflix it's gonna be called <laughs> top boy so that's kind of cool but so top boy is like the main part of this episode it's a yes. challenge it's a competition right. um what did so, you think i first of all i kind of loved it just because it was definitely a throw to um like the harry potter series because they always have these like little okay. mini challenges and stuff so i was all about right. like witches and challenges against each other and competing against each other with magic so i was totally into it um i do understand where they were going with it the top boy and the fact that she nominates herself as top person and she wants to fight the patriarchy which she's been doing this whole time um i think it fit this time around though because i think in the past i was like shut up sabrina just sit down but this time i was like okay girl you get it i get it i'm down for you to try to get this top spot um but at the same time like why do you want to be like war like blackwood's bitch anyway like top boy sounds like a Mm -hmm. shit position to be in yeah it's true Um, right yeah but yeah what did you think of this whole situation um i liked it and i think just in like the bigger aspect of of what the show is trying to say right now it's a lot of feminism and don't get me wrong i effing love it I think there's a lot of the same theme of like break down the patriarchy, break down right. the patriarchy. Like, I don't know. like it's just like, and it's happening in both of her worlds, like in her real friend world at yeah. Baxter High, and then it's also happening in the witch world. So I feel like it's a lot. It's a, it's a lot, lot of like bring down this, you know, the man, like this old the man. Yeah, and uh, it's, I liked it it's, though. I did like it. I love, I love the tests and like the little like competition that she had with Nick, and like right. it was awesome. Yeah, I like that part. But to your point, I do agree. I think that they're really hitting you over the head. They're bashing you over the head dead with this whole idea of, you know, fight the man, fight the man. And I love the point that they made and the fact that she was like, I want to be high priestess one day. And he got mad at her about that as well. Um, But she has so far to go that for them to introduce this now, season two... Um, and this yes. is her expectation. Like, how? Mo- yes. like, what does she have to do? She does she have to like fucking kill every single person on the top to be at the top? You know. So can I? So I was reading a recap, and it's 
I'm just saying this now because you're setting it up perfectly. I in one of the recaps, the writer, I want to just I want to quote it. And because they talk about this Sabrina thing as well as the Susie thing. Yeah. And so I'm just quoting them. They say, while their big picture politics are correct, they personally are really not qualified for the positions they want. Sabrina has been a student at the Academy for all of 30 seconds. She barely knows anything about magic and has spent almost zero time at the school. Theo is bad at basketball. It is not sexist to say people who are bad at basketball should not make the basketball <laughs> it's team. It's fucking true. <laughs> right? It's so true. Yeah. And I think even just like on the Sabrina side of things, like, bro, like just chill. Like you just got into the school full time. Like you're yeah. just learning things. For her to constantly throw herself into to want to be the top of everything and like the first at everything. Like it's like a, this sort of entitlement. But like she needs to like and I know she's earning it through yeah. the episode, obviously. But like. It's just they do have these expectations and I'm like, but chill though, like for real. For sure. And she does. I'm not saying that she uses excuses, but because people literally attack her throughout the entire se- yeah, episode. For sure. But yeah. she does you like just like Susie did. Theo did. Um, she like ran to Wardwell when she was upset about the fact that she couldn't get in. It's the same mm-hmm. kind of idea with Sabrina where she's like, ah, people are attacking me. Like, I need more time. Like, you know, it's. It, yeah she wants and in the, the end she cheated play. and and she still cheated exactly like that's what i mean like guys in the end of it all like they all they they both cheated to win so it's like i don't understand the message that you're trying to give me at this it's point true. like i agree you're trying to get to the top you're fighting with the big boys but like you're cheating so so it's like it's almost like you're here? saying you have to play dirty and you have to cheat in order to be equals with men essentially right is that's what they're exactly trying to what say you're, they're saying or and it I'm seems like, like that's what's happening. Exactly. So anyway, let's go to, through each of the tests. So there's yeah. three tests that they do. And it's between her and Nick. And Nick is the only one that got nominated. And I and have to say, like, I love the way they've written Nick's character. Because he is so amazing. He's really amazing. The first season, he was really like this cock. And he's still this cocky, like, guy. Yeah. But he was so amazing towards Sabrina. He was like, he's like, why would I care like that she's competing against me? Like, she's so cute. Like, she, yeah. he was just so supportive of her. He was never like, ew, what the hell? Like. Like, why is she like up against me you know like yeah. he seemed very secure in his manhood in his skills that he was okay with with like competing against her and i love the fact that they wrote him like that and, and they cute. didn't write him like, like this petty boy oh he's fucking hot i can't he's really cute yeah he's really hot um so the first challenge is the inquisition and it's essentially a jeopardy contest uh she had to study for it the night before and while she's studying um this wise man that we saw last episode in the christmas episode um comes and attacks her with rats essentially um and she's like studying by herself so there's nobody around her she finds a way to vanquish him for a quick second and then he disappears while she's studying her ass off for this test the boys go to um i think it's called dorian's club or something gray or something yeah so dorian gray if you don't know your literary history it's a it's a character from a book um the picture of dorian gray where it's a man who sells his soul to stay young and beautiful but while he um stays beautiful his picture his painting starts to like show his like evil side and shows like the corruption that he goes through to maintain this youth and beauty um I wanted to name my kid Dorian until I read that book. Um, but anyway, it's a 
it's that story. So it's him basically selling his soul to the devil and he owns this bar and the boys go to the club and uh, they're, it's a, a exclusive boys club situation. So Sabrina wasn't even invited. Ambrose shows up with Luke and this part really pissed me off too. The fact that they were in cahoots. Um, I guess we saw it last season where they were all together once the babies were born. But I was really upset about how Ambrose and Lucas were kind of with so strongly with the boys club you know um especially especially ambrose and we can talk about him a little bit later in detail but i was really disappointed in how you were literally raised by women like there are women all around you there's like hilda and zelda and sabrina there's no men around you to have that kind of negative um you know patriarchal influence and He's also a gay man, so you would think that he would have the sympathy and the understanding of this boys club being incorrect and being wrong, and he still kind of goes with it for some reason. Like, you'd almost be, Mm -hmm. like, you'd almost think that he was the one that was infatuated with Lucas, because we know that Lucas had that potion put put on him, right, with... um, Zelda or no sorry Hilda putting it into his coffee like you almost think that he's the one that's infatuated with Lucas and that's why he's so blind by it but it's Mm -hmm. actually Lucas who's obsessed with him so I don't know I'm not feeling his character right now yeah I agree Uh, um so that whole that whole thing happens while she's studying. The next morning, uh, she goes and does this Inquisition test, but she tries to get out of it because she's like, I didn't get to study. Somebody attacked me. Um, and uh, Blackwood's like, that's totally fine. Whatever. We'll do it a little bit later. Just like show up and watch Nick do his part of the test. And Prudence, beforehand, she's basically been taking care of the baby this whole time. Um, and at one point in time, she asks Blackwood if she could take the name Blackwood like if she can be Prudence yeah, Blackwood yeah. and he's like hell no he's like you stay here and take care of my baby and she's like pissed off and she's almost like she even says um if I asked to be top boy mm-hmm. would you let me and he's like I would never do that I would never I feel like she knows me. all the answers to these questions yeah. <laughs> she still asks she's like can I be your daughter for real with your last name he's like no <laughs> she's like can I be top boy he's like no she's like true <laughs> <laughs> She's like, true. <laughs> so so that enrages her and angers her enough to uh help sabrina out so she's like honestly sabrina you go to the inquisition because my dad's an asshole and we'll take care of the rest don't worry about it like just like sit there and we'll be okay so they go to the inquisition and they literally ask um nick one question he asked okay he asks nick a question about fucking geometry that yeah. he's like what's her like ge- geometrical shape which is like the freaking easiest question <laughs> it's like and then he turns yeah yeah and then he turns to, to sabrina he's like like who was here da-da-da-da. and then like cuts to Zilla. she's like damn she's like i don't even know that answer yeah and sabrina like obviously knows it because like prudence and the sisters are like telling her the answers right so then father blackfoot like he gets like so pissed he's like oh yeah and like starts asking Sabrina like all of these questions, like and all she's, the like, dates, like all yeah. the specific dates. And she's like, obviously, she's answering all of them like correctly. But I'm like, I don't understand. Like, is no one gonna ask Blackwood at the end? Like, yo, you asked Sabrina like thirty questions. You only asked Nick like, like one. So like, tight. are we just gonna ignore this? Like, hello, what's happening? Yeah. And that's, and that's the thing that kind of gags me is like, I understand that these witches have been around for like hundreds and hundreds of years. Not one of the, you're telling me that not one of these witches stepped forward and was like, fuck you boys. You guys are exactly. all shitty guys. Like not one of them like, did this. 
Like, if you it, guys watched, if you guys watched the season of AHS Apocalypse, like I think they wrote this story of the witches <laughs> and the warlocks, amazing. Yeah, because it was really about the witches, like you know, raining on themselves, and like the warlocks, like are controlling themselves, and like they have to sort of work together, right? Or they try to. But this seems like they've the witches have accepted Father Blackwood or like all these other like warlocks men, yeah you know men to, to be in charge and like it's kind of like you guys have powers too hello yeah it just doesn't make I any just, sense that in, like it, sabrina's the one the half breed is going to be the one that's going to change exactly. the world it, like i think okay. in the human like in our society it makes sense because we don't have magical powers you know but yeah. like in the witch world where like you guys could like do anything you guys want it's just weird to me that like no female has ever like stepped up right the gag is even in like just to throw back to ahs like the gag is that in that show the warlocks were weaker than the witches so there was a reason why there was no there was like a power struggle between the two of them but there's never an inkling that the witches in this show are any weaker than the warlocks if anything the warlocks look like fucking shit in comparison but i don't know anyway they're all so they all watch her win and uh that's kind of the end of that part of it and then it goes into the next um segment which is the boil and bubble where they have to make a um they have to like make a potion, a potion or something yeah. yeah and whoever's like adds something to the potion and it like solidifies then they lose and they have to like drink the potion um and it was really cute because hilda who's obviously like a good baker and she's good at that kind of side of things she uh, decides to help um sabrina through this particular task because she's like you need to be prepared you need to know exactly what to say and what to put into the cauldron um and they have a really cute moment so like what you were saying before how uh hilda was kind of catching her up on her friends i think she's also trying to coax her to go back to normal school because she thinks that maybe she's a little overwhelmed with being at at the magical school but I think this is when she tells Hilda, I want to keep my friends safe because the Dark Lord is going to call on me one day and I don't want them to be around to be uh, uh, affected by that. Right. So, so yeah. So, so, so what ends up happening in, in this test is that Sabrina like fails, right? Like she does the, the potion solidifies. Yeah. She, she tries it. She tries, she but then she loses it. anyway. In yeah. between this, like it's almost like every single task, the wise men attack her. So the second wise men, the one that controls bats attacks her in the woods. And when she's on her way back from school, um, but this time she has like a, a witch whistle. So it kind of stops him from attacking her. Um, but yeah, now she's starting to feel really worried. She's like, someone's trying to get me. Someone doesn't want me to become top boy. And I'm like, girl, you're so well, close minded. It's not about yeah. the fucking top boy shit. But so yeah, so her, her potion or whatever, like it like kind of like fucks up. Yeah. So like she has to drink it. Everyone's like, no, no, like don't drink it. Like Sabrina, like whatever. She's like, no, nah, no, nah, I got this. Yeah. And she like chugs it basically. And like, all of a sudden, the room of witches and warlocks turns into, like, a fucking, like, fraternity. And they're yeah. like, chug, chug, chug. <laughs> yeah. Like, as if, like, you guys would be saying chug. Like, you guys are all, like, yeah. parents. They're like, chug. <laughs> and, like, she does. She does. And whatever. Like, she, like, yaks after. Because, like, I guess, like, it was so gross, whatever. Right. And then, so, like, Nick basically wins, like, that round. Right. Right? Okay. Um, and then the final round is the conjuring. So in between all this, she's like so pissed off about um, these people attacking her. She wants to get the bottom of it before the conjuring happens. And um, th- I think this is timeline wise when she goes to Baxter High to visit Susie and she tries to she helps her out with her magic. 
But as she's walking through the hallways back home, um, this is when the last uh, wise man um, kidnaps her. Attacks her. Yeah, like he kidnaps her. So he grabs her and he like brings her down to the basement or something. And he's got like flies everywhere. He's like Lord of the Flies. And he wants to kill her and he's about to explain his whole story. But then Wardwell comes out of nowhere because she followed her and she banishes him again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. Like just in time. Right. Um, so Sabrina goes so then, home, but yeah. she's pissed off still. She's like, someone's com- coming after me um, because Wardwell basically says to her, you know, these are like pretty high level warlocks. Like somebody must have uh, conjured them. And then she was like, oh, fuck. Nick is like a conjurer. He like yeah, specializes she- in that shit. Yeah, she insinuates that it might be Nick, but I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, I didn't believe it for a second. I was yeah, like, no, like, the guy wouldn't do that. Um, So then, like, she goes back to him and she's like, yo, 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 like, this is happening to me. She's like, it's not you. He's like, no, obviously it's not me. And yeah. then he sort of helps her um, in this last part of, like, her mission. And it kind of right. all leads to um, they they're in that hall again like the room with like father blackwood and shit mm-hmm. and like sh- they bring the three wise men back up yeah um and I, one of the one of the recaps that i was reading called called the three wise men like a cheap version of the night king <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> they, they really the heads look yeah, like the pointy the crowns. Night king head. yeah <laughs> it's true um yeah um, so basically the wise men were like yo like we were someone like we're trying to like um kill sabrina before she ascends and like she gets like too lit and everyone's like oh my god like who brought you though like who made you come here right he's like wait they're like we're gonna tell you right now yeah and then like right then like father blackwood's like okay enough this is like too much banishes all of them and he banishes them all before they could obviously say their fucking piece which is so ridiculous but they do i think i think they do kind of imply that they did everything on their own volition they did it because they don't like the fact that she's ascending and she has these powers and um like that's why these demons are starting to get out of control and they're like they no one even commanded them to like rise they just came out of nowhere by themselves so for sure no one was behind this like blackwood was no i don't it. think so and just based okay. on the conversation that she has with the dark lord wardwell has with the dark lord at the end okay i yeah. think that you know she's obviously worried that there's some shit going down in hell that she that she's not privy to um but what did you think what do you think this whole ascension situation is and what does that mean i don't know i don't i don't i think it's too early for me to speculate anything yeah. really i mean she's the main character so like obviously it's gonna be some like next Something level special. thing like attached to her like she's special yeah. and like oh my god like it's like buffy <laughs> like she's the next slayer and like yeah yeah, kill yeah, yeah. Her. True. true it's like shit like that but what all of this does is basically like Father Blackwood's like, hey, you don't, neither one of you is going to be top boy. He's like, I'm going to choose Ambrose. So yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> so that was for nothing, basically. Yeah, it was all for nothing. Uh, but it was cute to see Nick and her just it was so get cute. together and like, no, you know, for fight sure. against it. I was like, yes, power And I couple. think it's so important to, to write a male character like this that's not, you know, petty and that's not trying to bring her down. He completely supported her the entire time. Yeah. He was like, no, I'm on her side. And like, I got her back. And like, I love the way they wrote him for, for this episode. Yeah, it was really good. Um, so kind of just closing off the episode, we're going to talk about the mortals again. Um, because yes. a big thing happens between Roz and Harvey when Nick and Sabrina decide to go out to celebrate. They're kind of like walking around and they were going to head to Cerberus, yeah. I think, right? So, yeah. So first we cut to like the diner and like Roz and Harvey, like thing isn't there. Theo's not there. And they're just kind of chilling and they're having this cute moment. And like Roz is like, wow, like 
I can't believe all of this. Like, wow, like Theo's really Theo. And Harvey's like, damn, like right. we're going to have to call her Theo from now on. And she's like, yeah, like she's she's not a she. Like he's a he now. Yeah, and it, like, was, it was kind of cute watching him try to understand it all. But he yeah. was like, they made him seem like a dumbass like caveman. He was like, huh. He's like, Susie, no more. Now, <laughs> Theo. Theo. Forever. I'm like, what are you, a caveman? Like, why can't you speak properly? What the fuck's wrong with you? Harvey's such an idiot. <laughs> He's such an idiot. And yeah. then I guess like they, do they touch hands at the table? I think so. I think something like right? that happens. Like, I, yeah. like either like his hand grazes her hand, and like yeah, because they have to touch. Because she, then she has the cunning. She has and, the like, cunning for this real. Girl, yeah. <laughs> this girl fully goes into like cunning mode, and like she has a premonition of like Harvey like like pushing her up against the locker yeah, it's like, and like fucking it's like. like- <laughs> Kissing Not, her. He doesn't fuck her, but like, yeah, like he's like kissing her. They have a really cute moment. So obviously, like, girl is vibing on him. And it's I'm like a like, that's oh a raven god. moment. She was like, oh yeah. <laughs> and like, I was like, and oh like my god. yo, this girl was about to con in her pants like during like, the cunning. Like I was like, oh, this is too much. She's like, then, oh, 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 yeah. Yeah. And then the so best extra. part was like she like phased back to the diner. Yeah. And he was like, Are you okay? Like, what's wrong with you? She's like, I just gotta chill. <laughs> She's like, we just got to calm down because uh, like, I got to change my pants now. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, do I they have like air dryers in of, the bathroom? I, yeah, I felt like they were making fun of it all. Like, oh, my God. Anyways, so oh, as man. they're having this really cute moment and like shout out to like all the Roz and Harvey shippers because I feel like there's a lot of them out there. Yeah. Um, what do you feel about them having like a love story? You know, I think I'm not mad at it. At the same time, like, I don't know. I guess they're not doing the bros before hoes situation or, like, the chicks before dicks situation. Yeah. Um, I, I guess they're like, we are all evolved and we are all mature in high school. I'm like, I don't know what high school you guys go to, but, <laughs> yeah. like, it was not like that in my high school at <laughs> no. all. Um, but, I mean, I'm down for that. I think it's all about, like, you know, like, if you're attracted to someone, you're attracted to somebody. But I just think that, like, they were also close as a three person group that for her to suddenly for him to suddenly like be on Roz that quickly. Like Sabrina is like going and doing her own thing and she has a friendship with with Nick and Nick is like super hot and like, you know, he's been tempting her this whole time and being like, let's get together. So I understand why there is like something happening there but with Roz like Roz never like made eyes at Harvey like Harvey never made eyes at Roz this whole time but it, it kind of just happened as they were spending time together you know like, but, like they spend like what one extra week together and now they're like fucking together yeah. like it's just I felt like it's fast but I am down for them not, to be together yeah, for, I'm sure. Down for, it, for sure I, yeah. I th- the one thing that I will say is like I think that Roz is like way like she's too good for Harvey <laughs> like no he's uh, cute too he's, he's really cute uh, I don't know I don't see him like as a supportive person and i guess it's just because we've seen him with sabrina and he doesn't know what the fuck to do with this girl like let alone what the fuck is he gonna do with roz roz has the cunning she has like a power herself so how is she gonna be able to navigate that conversation with harvey who's already like so fucking sensitive to all that shit too you know like or like because of because of her cunning like she'll work it out with him like she'll be more patient and shit you know that girl was way too excited to think that far ahead yeah, you're thinking way like, too far ahead yeah she was like i gotta go home and change my panties right now like that's as far as that girl was thinking <laughs> um yeah but yeah so as they're in the diner like it was cute because like nick's like what's that diner that like all you basic bitches like go to 
Yeah. And then Sabrina's like, okay, like, we'll go there. He's like, okay, like, take me there. And then, like, they get to the diner, but they see Harvey and Roz inside. Right. And, like, I guess Sabrina, like, feels no ways about it. Like, she didn't really care that, like, her friend, like, Roz was with Harvey. I mean, she did um, feel some type, some type of way. Because what did she say? Because she, she walks by it, and then she was like, uh, maybe we should go somewhere else. And he's like, yeah, yeah. true, let's go somewhere yeah, else. Yeah. So then, Yeah, like, she, they don't go there, but yeah. yeah she didn't they, really, like, seem butthurt about it or anything like that. Yeah, I mean, I guess she's just, like, sensitive about it. But at she, the same like, time, I'm She's like, down for Nick, so, like, whatever. Right, and she doesn't want to show, like, Nick is, like, there with him, I guess, or with her. Yeah. Yeah. But so then That's that true. happens and then it cuts to so they're at the bar. They cheers. Dorian comes by. is like, these are drinks. Good job, guys. We love you. Like it was weird. And then um, it cuts to Wardwell and she's in the cottage and she calls on the Dark Lord and she's like, bro, we need to talk, man. Dem. And uh, yeah, she basically says. Uh, it sounds like you have bigger plans for Sabrina. There's like literally demons coming out of hell just to attack her. And there was something about an ascension. So can you like kind of like let me in on your conversation? Because like we're basically dating and you're not telling me all the information. That I need to know. <laughs> yeah. um, and that's how the episode ends. It ends with her yeah. like having the conversation. He's like, <clears throat> like as a demon. <laughs> yeah. And then that's the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, she's already on her knees. It was good so though. I'm like, mm. Yeah, he was like at uh, he was like dick level basically, like where she was sitting. I was like, "What's gonna happen?" I'm like, here? "Is yeah, I'm like is this every single encounter with this man? Yeah. Like he's always at dick level." Um, <laughs> yeah, that's the end of the episode. Um, why don't we get into our recap roundups? Let's do it. Recap roundups. Best, best moment. moment. So, what was your best moment? My best moment, I think, has to go to the Sabrina changing clothes sequence. I think it was so cute. Yeah. The music was, I was like vibing with the music. Kiernan is so adorable in this role. And it was just such a cute moment. And I, I, I wanted this in the first season. We didn't get it. So I'm glad we got it in the first episode of the second. So, yeah. Yeah. So into it. So happy to see it. Um, my best moment is going to go to uh, a moment that we didn't really d- talk about in detail. But at one point in time, um, Sabrina gets home after she gets attacked and she sees Ambrose kind of stumble in from the boys club and she yells at him. She accuses him of uh, her boy, his boyfriend attacking her. And um, they have kind of a bit of a standoff where she basically says, like, what the fuck is wrong with you going to a boys club? Like, what generation are you from? Like, what century are you living in? He's like, I'm from, like, the beginning of time. So (laughs) he's like, I can be sexist. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So she gets mad at him to the point where she starts to, like, shake the entire living room. And uh, I thought it was kind of cool to not only see her powers, but also she makes really good points. And I was like, fuck you, Ambrose. You're such a piece of shit. Um, but that was my best moment for sure. Cause like yeah. seeing her like clap back that aggressively in the first episode back, I was like, yes, it's in her. And I'm like excited to see her go down this more, this path of like aggressiveness versus like her like whining and complaining about everything. WTF moment. What's your WTF moment? Um, I think my WTF moment is going to go to like the entire basketball Susie yeah. Theo storyline. And I don't want to like reiterate everything, but yeah, I think it was just the way they, they wrote that. I think if Susie came into it being like, I've loved basketball since I was a kid. I've practiced so hard and I'm, I'm at this level. So yeah. I'm going to try out. I would have understood it a bit more. But just throwing her in there for the tryouts, she was so shit. And then like <laughs> having her like be better because of Sabrina's powers. Like I just didn't understand it all. I don't know what message Agreed. they're trying to send with that. 
so okay. that was i was just kind of like shocked at that so yeah i would love to know your guys' thoughts on these so make sure you guys are Me jumping too. in in the yeah. comments because are we crazy are we being too harsh like i really do feel like there those are valid reasons as to why we thought that part of the episode was kind of stupid but you know let us know what you guys think um my wtf moment is gonna go to uh Roz's premonition because I didn't see it coming because <laughs> I don't have the cunning. But no, yeah, I could. You know, I, I, I didn't. Uh, I really was kind of shocked that it was gonna. It went that way so quickly, and that they were gonna start this love story right from the get go. So um, it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out by the end of the season. For um, sure. But yeah, and Roz being like, oh, 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 like yeah, she definitely funny. like cun those pants for sure. <laughs> <laughs> MVP. MVP. Who's your MVP? <laughs> my my MVP is gonna go to Nikki Scratch because yes. I think he was I think he was just written really well this episode and I think I really love his character. He's so effing cute. He's so cute to Serena. He's like so down to like be with her. Yeah. But like it almost seems like a cuter way this season, whereas like last season it was like all like orgies and like sex. Right. So like it, it was a little it feels different. predatorial, yeah. Yeah, it feels different now and and, uh, and I'm actually excited to see them like together. So Same. yeah. Um, my MVP is going to go to someone that we also didn't talk about this episode. So I'll talk about it really quickly. Zelda. Um, she has a really yes, quick moment I love this. Yes. Um, with uh, Father Blackwood where they're playing chess. And he's like, so are we going to like fuck again? And she lays down some ground rules. And I was really clapping for her because last season she looked like she was kind of under his spell where she was like, subservient to him totally. she wanted him yeah. she wanted him yeah. to like whip her and like all these things were happening um to the point where like Hilda basically said like stop whipping yourself for like doing this like all like being so thing yeah that uh seeing her um now turn around and be like no we're not gonna fuck until you make it official that we're together like to the public um because she was getting like shade thrown at her the entire episode by all the other witches because i guess they found out that she's been like fucking him on the side so she's like no i i like res- i deserve that respect and he's like okay so I was like, yes, girl. MVP yeah, for I, sure. yeah, you're right. For sure. I love that scene. It was really good. LVP. Who's your LVP? My LVP is going to go to Ambrose. Yeah, and I think you made same. a really good point with the fact that, like, you know, he's grown up in this really, like, female-driven household. And, like, it's like his decisions are a little whack right now. And Yeah. And it's like he has no control over his own storyline. He's just going with wherever they're placing him. 100%. And, uh, I don't know. He's just he's just boring to me right now. Yeah, which is so sad because I think he's such a great character. Oh, for just, sure. And we've always said that from the yeah. beginning. Just a little disappointing right now. My LVP is kind of a toss up between Blackwood, but I'm going to mention Luke just because I think he's also a waste character right now, and I don't know where they're going to place him unless he becomes this major major villain by the end. For of the sure, season. I could see that. Yeah, because that. right now he's just kind of coming off as a douchey douche douche. And um, he doesn't really have a lot of things to like when he says like when she says, oh, I want uh, like, are you going to vote for me when the time comes? He's like, no, like there's no not even any reasoning. Like he doesn't even explain himself. And for someone like him to represent like like I said, as a gay man, as a gay witch, as a gay male witch, I think that you would come from a little bit of a level of understanding. So to see this guy be so fucking, you know, um, this masochist or not masochist what's the word that i'm looking for like just like a woman hater essentially it's it's kind of like a really it's it's almost not believable for me to to see that that in him but i really don't like his character right now 
the, the best, best line. line. What was your best line? My best line is going to go to, I believe it's uh, Wardwell when she was like, Nick Scratch. She's like, well, with a name like that, I can only imagine he's trouble. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yes, he is, but in a good way. In a good way. Um, my best line is going to go to Sabrina. It's the same moment that I was talking about with Ambrose when she has a standoff and the whole uh, room is shaking. And Hilda comes downstairs and Hilda's like, what's going on? And um, Sabrina goes, everything's fine. And Hilda, go to bed. And then Hilda claps back and she's like, I beg your pardon, miss. You go to bed. It's a school night. And I just loved it. Like, not only for the delivery, because I thought it was a really good delivery from both of the actors, but also to see how Sabrina is starting to kind of play up her powers and she's starting to cross these, like, boundaries even with her aunts and show that she wants to just be this aggressive hormonal, like, witch and she's going to do whatever the fuck she wants. So, like, it's in her to be, like, bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, So, it'll be interesting to see where they go with that. Yeah. But that is the end of we, the episode. Oh, sorry, go. Yeah. We also have one of our listeners sent emailed us um her yes. recap roundups for the first episode. Um and it's from Julia. Her best yeah. moment was when Zelda basically re-enters high school to have the timeless what are we conversation with Father Blackwood. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> Her WTF moment, Sabrina's faux head on a platter at the gentleman club. So oh my extra. god. Yes. <laughs> so true. MVP her MVP is the witchy rape whistle. Why don't they use that all the time? Also, it's Nick, true. <laughs> also Nick for nominating Sabrina for Top Boy. Yeah, yeah. it's true. Nick was like, I nominated her. Yeah. So cute. Oh, her LVP is Ambrose. Hey. Yeah. She's she says like, are you so desperate to have a boyfriend that you can't even see the red flags? <laughs> Luke was such a douche in the Spellman household, and he just sat by and didn't defend Sabrina. Not cool, fam. Yeah, agreed. Very good point. Best line, Father Blackwood, did you find the answers you were looking for, Agatha Christie? <laughs> I like that one too. <laughs> yeah, I like that, that too. That was a good one. Yeah. yeah Thanks, that Julia. Good. That was really good. Um, yeah, let us know what you guys thought about the episode. Make sure you guys are giving us our um, roundups as well, giving us your roundups as well so we can include them in the next podcast. Um, as you know from last season, this is a little bit harder for us to kind of do because everything kind of gets thrown at us at the same time so we're going to release them as often as we can um, because we got a lot of other shows that we're working on right now we got Game of Thrones so make sure you guys are checking that out Um, Riverdale's still on for another five weeks so make sure you guys are checking that out and then we'll be doing Sabrina as well just to knock it off and um, make sure that you guys are getting that content as well so stay tuned but please be patient thank you very much Yes, and and please (laughs) review us if you guys listen to us on especially iTunes like please drop us a review like rate us five stars if you like us because it does make a difference and we are working very hard very hard for (laughs) these podcasts so yeah so yeah drop us a like and and we appreciate it yeah well i'm gonna take the time to quickly thank our patrons of the episode our rewinder squad we got kate up in there and then we got our lit rewinders tina and sarge and serena and our mommy rewinders tamala and taya thanks guys and if you would like to join our patreon family check us out at patreon.com slash recap underscore rewind if you join you'll get access to all things recap rewind exclusive contest content and updates and make sure you guys are checking us out on all of our social media platforms, iTunes, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Facebook, 
make sure you guys are trying to stay connected like we said make sure you guys are reviewing us and commenting uh to join the conversation thanks so much for listening bye bye